0: Truth.
1: You gotta protect fields better. You gotta protect that kid better. Knowledge.
0: We've gotta be able to
1: tackle unabashed honesty. These
0: kids, they're believing, they're buying in.
1: Here we go. That's the guy that has to make it happen. What do you expect from legends?
2: Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The Hampton OB show starts now ob sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We're on the air again talking about the Bears loss this time to the Atlanta Falcons, 27-24, to the final in Atlanta. So it's now four straight losses for the Bears. And uh, again, this this game featuring uh, a lot of running from Justin Fields. And we've talked about this. He's dinged up. I mean, he he's beaten up right now.
0: It doesn't take a genius. More to come. Yeah. Hey, and you're exactly right. And you know what? I got to tell you, there's so much about this game. In the pregame, we talked extensively about how the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, would be under the microscope
1: in this contest. Designing who we played. Just let me just quick a quick second, Dan, because it's driving me out of my mind. Folks, you know that team that we just lost to? Going into this game. Pass defense. You know where they ranked? 32nd. Dead last. Dead last. And what do you have? You have Fields, 18 carries for 85 yards. Montgomery, 17 carries for 67 yards. Ebner, 6 for 8 yards for a total of 160. And we passed for 128 net yards. You wonder why we lost the football game. And I'm telling you, this isn't an "I think." This guy he I'm gonna. If I own the Bears, I wouldn't allow him on the damn plane coming back. How the hell do you run the football all those times against a team that cannot prove they cannot defend the pass in a passing league?
0: Jesus, the whole thing is this. All was built on a house of cards, in the sense that. Unfortunately, everybody here in Chicago, the media, everybody has been lulled into this false sense of security that, oh, Justin feels like Superman. He can, he can make things happen. And, and yes, he has made some amazing plays, but
1: no different than anybody else Dan. Hey we've
0: lost four in a row and we've lost six one-score games and in the one-score game losses guess what it comes down to making plays and we don't make plays in the fourth listen it, this all started at the last series of the first half us trying to throw the ball, and when we needed to run it, we were trying to throw and we got a sack on third down and seven, and then we go ahead and try to kick a field goal. We don't make it. It hits a crossbar, and then they go right down, and they score and tie the game with a field goal. But then that led to the ineptitude of the third quarter. where well, we started the second half with a quarterback sack, And then we did a reverse for no gain. And then a near sack that Fields got away from the pressure and punted. And then it was another three and out. And then, and then, that's when it's almost like Luke Getze thought, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put the cape on uh, number one and let him run to victory. And guess what? The kid was holding his hamstring, holding his shoulder. He couldn't get back in the huddle because he was kind of all out of sorts. And yet we still called all these stupid quarterback design runs. And guess what? The Atlanta Falcons were on us like a bad smell.
1: I'll tell you what, folks, in that last, what, minute, a little over a minute, going down, and we have the ball again. Let me say this again. The worst pass defensive team in the league of the Atlanta Falcons – Did you see at one time, not one time, did we try to throw to a receiver in the end zone? I don't care if it's in the corners or it's by the post or wherever it is. Did we have any plays designed with less than two minutes to go, less than a minute to go, and you're running the football, you moron? What are you guys thinking about? Those kids are out there fighting for their lives, and you guys are sending in plays. And And what is it? Oh, let's see. We're playing defense. Who runs the football? Oh, I think it's that number one on the other side. Jesus, give me a break, will you? I tell you, Dan, I'm so got – I mean, so aggravated, you won't believe it. All I can tell you is – and this was
0: the game. This was the game where Luke Getze needed to get it, but he didn't get it. And unfortunately – he was duped into thinking, "Oh well, I'm just going to rely on number 1 to make some special plays and bail us out." And you know what? We played stupid football throughout this entire game. Yes, and we you know, did. even though Allen Williams, they, they brought a lot of blitzes, we had zero sacks. We had zero sacks. And I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. Everybody goes, "Well, if you blitz, why don't you get sacks?" blah blah blah. There's a it's 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 a little bit more complex than that, but unfortunately, Once again, we played into the opponent's hands and played stupid football, and guess what? We give another one away on a Thanksgiving platter.
1: There's no way that Iberflus or Getze can defend what happened today. There's no way. You like to kill your quarterback from doing what? You like to kill them running the football. Running the football, kid, 18 times. We got a running back. He ran more than our running backs. And one ran both running backs. And and again, let me just say it one more time here. I'm going to tell you what. The worst pass defense, and we're down basically getting close to the red zone or in the red, red zone, and you tell me, you tell me, you don't attempt to go into the end zone to score a touchdown? Think about I. It's, in my, it, I, it's unbelievable. How do you not score? try to score a touchdown to win the football game and, and you need to win so bad against a team that can't play pass defense and you never attempt to attack down in the end zone and put six on the board? Shame on you
2: whole lot to talk about here as the bears lose 27-24 to the Atlanta Falcons 3129817200 is our number if you're on hold stay there we're going to get to you right after our first break
0: and and you know what I got to tell you OB, the the worst the worst part about it and Justin Fields actually scrambled around there was a 12 second scramble where he found uh, somebody in the corner was at uh, Brown uh, over on the right side. And this is after he was able to get David Montgomery on a wheel route that he hit him for about 25. Think of it. We wouldn't have had over 100 yards if he didn't come up with two miraculous scramble connections late in the football game. And here we, we, we played right
1: into the Falcons' hands all damn day. Quickly, how the hell – Dan, It's it, it, we got to go through this. How How the hell could you not – air that
2: ball out against
1: the Falcons with that pass defense they had. How could you not?
0: I, 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 I'm I i I'm beyond perplexed.
2: 27-24 the final of the Falcons over the Bears. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois.
3: Hot round! Hot round!
2: Who brought it today? Looking at which Bear played tough, played hard.
4: Plays third and long here. He'll look to throw. He's given time. Fields... Scrambles, keeps it alive, magic from Fields, Justin Fields finds
2: St. Brown, first down, like only Justin Fields can do. Who brought it today? Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the car to bring through it all. Happen OB sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazer, along with the guys here, 312 981 7200. Gentlemen, we have got a lot of folks waiting here. Let's uh, go right to the phones, shall we? Uh, we'll go to uh, South Florida and welcome in Dave. Dave, you're on with Happen OB.
4: Uh, hey, guys. Uh, happy Sunday, except for the Bears. Crappy loss. Ed, you stole my thunder, my uh, fury. Everything you said is on point. I don't know what this guy's. He's trying to ruin this guy's career. He is going to end up being injured in the, in the next couple of weeks. I don't know how many rushes he had, but I think he had over ten rushes. Eighteen. Or 18 like he had
1: eighteen rushes for uh, eighteen rushes for eighty-five yards. He was our leading rusher. He
4: plays he, quarterback. He's he's playing quarterback, and he's treating the quarterback like he's Walter Payton or LaDano Tomlinson. We're not going to have a future if this guy gets injured. I was so worked up i called the previous show because i wasn't ready to get in and call you guys and say this this guy needs to go this guy is not he's not making any sense of the play calls even when we got i know i think you might have mentioned it lb uh you mentioned it i was the third down of the third quarter we were or maybe it was the second quarter we were on like the seven yard line and getsy instead of Trying to go to the end zone, he calls two run plays to set up a third and long or third and goal, and we, we, don't, we don't do anything. This is the same thing over and over again every week. There's no creativity. It's just, I don't know, it's nerve-wracking for me as a Bears fan because you guys see it, and everything you guys see is all the truth.
2: So I, I don't know, guys. Dave, Thank thanks you. for the call.
0: You know, and I gotta tell you, if you go back and look at the play calling and the play chart of the third quarter, it was pathetic. I mean, pathetic. Pathetic. We didn't get a first, first down in the third quarter until two seconds left, and then they've changed the end of the field. I'm just telling you, if you, if you didn't like what Lou Getze had when we played the Washington Commanders, Well, guess what? It was twice as bad today. It was pathetic in all categories and across the field. I mean, this is the thing that that drives you crazy. OB, you beat the drum the worst pass defense in football, make hay today. It's in front of you. Right here. But no, but no. We start the game with the same old nonsense of quarterback called runs, and then, you know, I understand a time or two just to kind of break the seal on the defense, kind of getting them moving around. But then we never got into any type of rhythm. And you got to tip your cap. The Atlanta Falcons – they made Justin Fields pay a price today. He He's going to need more than a, a, a masseuse after this.
1: Danny, you know, like get, getting into a rhythm and whatever have you, that that never would have happened. When you get into – each team you got to play from week to week week. Your, your, your quality of people break out what they do to, on first down and 10, on second down and three to go on your side of the ball, the other side of the ball, and you give it to – and they set their game plan. And I can tell you what, from what I've seen, and I'm not afraid to say it – this guy gets he. I'm gonna tell you what. McCaskies, somebody wants him as their head coach. Let him go. Amen. Folks, you can't go from week to week. And and this is the fourth game in a row. And again, I, I'm still I'm stunned, stunned that we play against a team with the worst pass defense in the national football league. And we don't attempt to score through-the-air touchdowns. You you never test any defensive back. Whether it's a strong safety, a weak safety, or a cornerback. And when you get down in the red zone, my God, what are you guys thinking about? Why aren't you trying to score a touchdown against the worst damn pass defense team in the league? That's unconscionable. That's what
2: it is. All right, back to the phone lines we go. We'll welcome in Mark from Broadview. You're on What Happened, O.B., Mark.
4: Hey, guys. Uh, O.B., you nailed that ham, uh You guys in the postgame. I saw the wide receiver tight end running back, run blocking for the quarterback,
3: and you have Mooney lining up in the backfield. Why aren't you going to Clayfield on one side and Mooney on the other and run them down and then run the tight end over the middle and then shoot some uh, running back from the backfield. I mean, this is... Uh, I, I couldn't... Against this team that does not defend a pass and we ran. We did everything to give this game to them. You're
1: exactly and I right. Hey, yeah, Mark. We're better than and and we the agree. taste in the mouth that I got for this game. Mark, Dan Hampton just said, I agree with you, and I agree with you, Mark. We tried to go deep one time, and to me, it looked like Mooney
0: wasn't running full out, and Justin overshot him by a yard and a half. Now, it's almost like, oh, well, we tried that, now we'll never do it again. You need to do it twice a quarter. Throw it to him twice a quarter. Otherwise, you're going to have nine in the box before it's over.
2: All right, let's get one more in here before we got a break for the news at the bottom of the hour. We'll we're go a
0: break in K- no time.
2: Kent, <laughs> no, so we go, you're on with having OBI. Go ahead, Kent.
5: Yeah, hi guys. Boy, I'm a little tired from screaming at the television, so my voice is off. Excuse me. Here, here's my problem. I need you guys to educate me about one thing. I get so frustrated that when when um, we're going to throw a pass. Uh, just holds the ball for so damn long. Is it his fault that he can't make a decision, or can't the receivers just get open?
1: I I have an answer for you, and it's my answer, and it's a short answer. He he, when he calls a play, he knows where who's to be the primary receiver. Maybe sometimes I think he can see the secondary. I think after that, that kid is lost in space. I'm serious, and I'm not. I only think he can see the primary or the secondary. And if he sees anybody else, that's when he starts his scrambling all over, the, all over the ballpark, okay? he Watch Aaron Rodgers. Watch Tom Brady. Watch the guys that are the top-quality quarterbacks. They stand back in a pocket, and they, boom, left, right, right, left, left. This kid doesn't do it. Why? Could it possibly be he doesn't know where the hell they are? I'm just saying.
0: There's a lot of of truth to what you just said. You know, on every design pass play, there is a schematical pattern that all the receivers have to, you know, operate on. And the best pass we threw today, yeah, Cole Komet made a beautiful one-handed catch. But we ran a rub route to Mooney down on the uh, goal line for the touchdown. But we never ran it again. That's where we actually rubbed off the the defender. All that being said, there was that was the only look for Justin Fields when he has to get into a progressional pattern set up where he has to go. Okay, that guy's covered. Okay, number two, number two. We've seen him do that rare occasions. Here's the thing: it's a combination of okay, do I need to run? Do I want to run? And you know, it's almost like he's in his mind. He's not giving it his full focus because he knows, oh, maybe I'll just run this time. You follow me? So allowing him to run so prevalently, then you almost cut the legs out of his progression as a quarterback. And that's where the coach, that's where the offensive coordinator has to say, no, right here, this is the, this is your read. This is the route. Look at that. Throw the ball. And you know what? We're not getting that. And it looks to me like
1: it's just throwing stuff against the wall. Nothing sticks. Quickly here. Why didn't Cole commit today? Why didn't he catch 11, 12, 13, or 14 passes today against that pass defense? Why didn't Darryl Mooney have two long touchdowns today? And why didn't he have his own receiving well over 100 yards playing against that team that we lost? Why? Because of game planning. And I'll go back to Getzee again. This is Cole Komet, Mooney, Claypool, Montgomery, uh, Herbert. These are your winners. These are your players. You've got to get it into their hands. run, running, passing, whatever, not in Justin Fields' hands. Let me say it again. Not in Justin Fields' hands. That's why you have all these playmakers. Use them! And
0: today, our leading receiver was David Montgomery. Three catches, 54 yards total, but all on a 32-yard wheel route. All on a 32-yard wheel route. That's pathetic.
2: All right, guys, we've got to take a time out here for the news. Hampton O.B. is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. 312-981-7200, our number. Fields over the middle, It'll be uh, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com, courtesy Fox Sports, that one handed amazing catch by Cole Komet. Uh, we were handed something uh, by our associate producer Eli Burke uh, in the break, courtesy of Next Gen Stats. And it says here that Justin Fields scrambled 33.2 yards before finding St. Brown for a first down. That's of- where. Stop. Okay. Stop right there. All right. It should just
1: a field scramble thirty three point two yards before finding Saint Brown in the end zone.
2: Okay. The most scramble yards on a third down conversion this season, his time to throw, ten point nine eight seconds, the longest on a third down conversion over the last six seasons. Scratch that also. It doesn't matter. throw
1: off seconds is the longest. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I, I, I figured <laughs> I, it out. This is so damn funny. I mean, I, but
0: wait a minute. This
1: is what's not funny. As we just
0: heard during the break, that yeah. Justin Fields couldn't meet the media. They had to cart him off to some medical, uh, you know, uh, uh, examination. Yeah. Now, How this many is times? your this is your uh, franchise quarterback. We're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is a a, a guy that was repeatedly put into harm's way by the enabler. That's Getz's new name, the enabler. Instead of teaching him how to throw the ball and then allow the running to complement it, he was trying to saddle him up and ride him to a win and put the gear into a medical tip.
1: Well, let me go one, one other little step there, Danny. is the head coach, not even practicing all week out in Lake Forest, right? Put their offense, defensive game plan, and they're practicing what they're going to do. Wouldn't you think, Eberflus? So obviously their plan was to run this kid to death. Let's run against the Falcons. That's going to be our game plan, and and they can't deny it. All you have to do is look at the stats. And again, a uh, hundred times, stats don't lie. What I.
2: I'm almost lost for words here. Well, let's get to the calls. The calls will help us out there. All let's right. go out to uh, Patrick in Chicago. Patrick, you're out with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hey
3: guys, I had a couple of things. Number one is I, I'm going to do Gatsy. That last drive, hit the first play to drive. He runs, fields on a sweep. You don't see him laying on the on the turf getting his hamstrings massage. And then the call another run back right back after and it. You're gonna, and you're still going to run him. And and we talk about the receivers. I admit, at the last three home games, I've watched the receivers. They don't get open. you know when they get open? When he scrambles. Because, well, no one can cover you for five seconds, six seconds. So they got receivers that don't get open. They're either running wrong patterns, wrong routes. They don't see the same thing he's seeing. But they're, if the game plan, if somebody, they, we're talking this week, that is going to be a head coaching. Yeah, if you want your quarterback killed, yeah, I got to get rid of this guy. He makes a lot of money. Bring Getzey in here; he'll end his career. This is crazy. You now he's got to be probably going to end up with a separated left shoulder. He's done for the season.
1: Hey, Patrick, you, you, thank you. That was a good call. You know, the thing that I, I, I absolutely found a little little humor in it is that all week long they were talking about Fields. Okay, and what he's doing, how his running is, and et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, I just, I, I don't understand how people think that Getsy, he, Okay, he's designing these plays. He's designing these plays for fields. Ooh, ooh, he's going to run to his left. He's going to run to his right. He's going to run. He's not running anywhere. And, and if Getzey doesn't get the, change, what the hell their philosophy is in this game in his passing league, they're going to kill this kid. What they did today was was a crime. And would you say Dan? They took him away to a.
0: Evidently, he's yeah. got to separate his shoulder, which would be pretty much the end of the season. Well, the kid
1: got hit so many times. And what are you making him the lead runner for? By the way.
0: Okay, you know, and, and let me just say this before we get back to the calls, folks. Listen, on any good team, I don't care if it's volleyball or basketball, everybody wants to be the lead scorer. When we, when I played, we desperately wanted to lead the defensive line in tackles and sacks. We wanted, we wanted to be the guy. Everybody does, and so. That's what we do. And we would be embarrassed if our safeties led the team in tackles. You know, we would be just embarrassed and ashamed. All that being said, somebody named Tyke Tolbert is our passing game coordinator. He is also the wide receiver, coach. He should be embarrassed that these receivers cannot uncover and it takes 11 seconds in the heat of the game on a fourth quarter half to half drive. And it takes 11 seconds for somebody to uncover. I mean, you talk about it, it ain't just Luke Getze. There's a bunch of other guys stealing as a, trying to be coaches. But this guy, Tyke Tolbert, he should be embarrassed. Uh, you know, our leading pass receiver was a running back with three catches. That's embarrassing.
2: That's beyond embarrassing.
0: Against the worst pass defense in the NFL. All
2: right, back out of the phones we go. We'll. Pick it up with Henry and LaGrange. You are on with Happen OB. Henry, go ahead.
6: Yeah, I, just looking at it. I mean, this is, I've been a Bears man for many years, and this is just looking like Bobby Douglas is reincarnated. It's,
1: yeah. Uh, Bobby Douglas was a little bit bigger. Yeah. Uh, he was about an inch or two taller than this kid and weighed about 10, 15 pounds more than him. Strong, he was yeah. stronger than this kid. But, but then he, again, what are, you, what are you doing with a running quarterback?
3: Well, yeah. you don't. Like a- you said, a couple of weeks back, he's a he, he should be a running back, not
0: a quarterback.
1: There's no question about it. That's where I'd make him. I'd put him in the slot, and I'd put him at, at in the ace backfield. That's what I would say. Uh, whoa, switch whoa, between whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, guys, we finally have a quarterback that has a decent enough arm to where we can say, yes, he can be a French. And you guys wanted to put him in the slot? No. Well,
1: I'll tell you what, it ain't working out what the hell they're doing. Well, it's the
0: coaches. It ain't his fault. Receivers can't get open. We can't
1: protect him. What? He's like got he to be walk coached up to better. Floser. He can't walk up to Getsy and say, hey, guys, listen, we're playing here like we're playing against the, the Falcons. When we get down in the red zone, I think this play in the corner, a post-pattern or whatever, crossing ends when it's like third down and whatever or second down, what he he can't have that conversation with Getse or anybody and give what he thinks should be done? You know, I, and I heard this on another show
0: this week that Chase Claypool and, and, and Mooney stay after practice and Justin throws the ball to him for 30, 45 minutes. And this is all good. It's all, you know, great. But that should be something that is designed by the coaches so they know what they can count on in a game situation. And when we get into the fourth quarter, today we had third quarter. We got one first down in a whole damn third quarter. We have nothing. They can practice till the cows come home by themselves. We got to be on the same page and be in rhythm and we're not. It's embarrassing.
1: Well, I you know, it's amazing to me. Like and getting back to Getsy, you know, like all week all this past week I'm watching uh, people on TV and listening to radio and what one of the, one of the main topics was Andy was uh Getzy, whoa, we got to be protect him because, boy, they're looking for him to be a head coach. Are you kidding me? How could you even let those words come out of your mouth? What the hell have you been watching the last, what, 10, 11 games? What have you been watching? What kind
2: of game planes are you people watching? 312-981-7200 is our phone number. We're waiting to hear about uh, the condition of Justin Fields. Apparently, Matt Eberflus, that head coach, said that Fields would be in to meet with the media at some point here today, so we'll uh, keep you updated on Not that. A straight a yeah, uh, you know, body cast. <laughs> as soon as we have some information about that, we'll take a quick time out here. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers <laughs> at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hang on, callers. we got to get to you. Yes, we will. Fields has run for a first down on third down 27 times this year. He'll Fox Sports. Justin Fields hooking up with Darnell Mooney there for the touchdown. Happen O'B. sponsored by your local Chevy dealer. ChevyDriveChicago.com 27-24 the final as the Atlanta Falcons beat the Chicago Bears here today. Four straight losses. We've got a bunch of people that want to talk to you guys, so let's get right back out to the phone lines, and we'll start with so hit it. Mike out in Rockford. Mike, you're on Happen OB. Hey,
5: guys. How are you, bud? Uh, Go this ahead, is, Mike. guys. This, this is terrible. I'm going to tell you something. If you know, the Bears, and I know I know this regime didn't draft fields, but if, if this if this is what they drafted this guy for, they they could have just they could they could put fields at running back and and go find Tim Tebow off the street. And they could have the same thing. They can have a guy that runs, you know, for his life. But guys, listen, I called in a couple weeks ago and I said, we're in a new league. When you guys played football, you know, it was you know you won in the trenches, off, offensive line, defensive line run the ball, you know, RPO, run pass option, you know, set up, run the ball, set up the pass. This, this offense coordinator has, does not know the basics of football. And like you guys said, the worst pass defense, and you're not even putting the ball up. Okay. But I want to ask you guys a question, and I'm not trying to give Gutsy any room here because he's, he's at fault for this, but I want to know that, that, that one pass that he threw to Mooney and he, he overshot him by about three, four yards. Okay. Mooney was wide open. And we've seen fields, as great as he's been with his legs, and he's made some really good passes, but he's made some bonehead throws, guys. And I also want to say something else. He threw the ball today. How many times? I think I could count three times the balls were batted down, and a fourth time when he hit his own lineman in the back of his helmet. Okay, guys? And that, that right there, he's not seeing the field. He's not getting the ball up enough. and um, And it was almost the fifth time that he would have done the guys arm just missed getting the ball swatted and went through. But I, I, guys, I'm telling you. I mean, is it a fact that they just don't think that this kid has the the ability because he missed early on that Mooney open open throw to Mooney and they and they and they kind of set the precedence for them to do this other way. But this guy's if, if his shoulder's separated, his season's over. The Bears could count on the number one draft pick. I can assure you, with Trevor Simeon, they're not going to win another game.
0: So, Mike, thank uh, you so much. Thanks so you, for the you, you made a lot of good points. Let me hit this real quick, OB. Go ahead. No, no, number one, yes, when quarterbacks, you know, and when I played against shorter quarterbacks, you know, we were conscious, make it, get your hands up, blah, blah, blah. But there were two batted balls and then one into the back of Michael Schofield, his own offensive lineman. I, I don't have an excuse other than you're not even – Paying, you know, know, the peripheral vision of a quarterback is so important to be able to not only see the actual target, but if there's a safety or a linebacker working underneath, you know, all those different things. I don't know what he's looking at, but for you to throw it into the back. Okay. But I'm just saying in my mind, it's almost like, and and I'm not trying to give him an out, but is he shell-shocked? is he shell shocked at this point where he has no confidence in receivers getting open he has no confidence in the offensive line protecting him there were a number of times he was in the pocket throw it throw it throw it throw it and then you know he try to make some he's got to be better with the mechanics in his head he's got to be able to to make decisions quicker and get the ball out if he doesn't
1: This is going to get worse. What you're saying, Danny, is what I said. You said it in different words. He's got to read, and he's got to release. And the thing is, he has difficulty reading the defense. That's what I've seen of this kid in two years. He has difficulty. And that's a lot of times you see him where he's running, where he shouldn't be running, or he should step up into the pocket instead of wheeling out and around because he doesn't know, or he can't see it. I'm just telling you, for my 11 years of playing this game, winning a world championship, I'm telling you something, this kid cannot find, if it's not one, he struggles to find two, three or four, forget about it. It's all over with. There, He takes off running to the, run into the end zone. Okay. Trying to get there. Let's put it that way. And here's here's what happens.
0: Defenses start saying, "Hey, he can't get to the second read, so get up and jam." And if he does pull it down and run, we're up there fighting the receiver anyway. We're going to be right there handy to attack him if he's trying to, you know, break contain and get out of the pocket and run. So all the the field will get harder and harder and harder. Yeah to, you know, maneuver on because people will compress you. And we're seeing it. That Three. worthless, worthless Atlanta defense had all the answers to us today.
1: Absolutely.
2: All right, let's go out to uh, Jason, who is actually at the game. Jason, you're on with Happen O.B. Hey,
6: guys. Appreciate talking to the legends right now. And I totally agree with O.B. Worst pass defense in the league, we throw for 120 yards. And I'm sitting right in the lap of Darnell Mooney's overthrown pass. Right down the right sideline there. I could have jumped out and caught it myself. We had single high the whole game. Why in the hell are we not trying to throw it down the field after that? Second half, I'll hang up and listen to you guys answer.
2: Appreciate the call. Thanks, Jason. All
6: right. Hey, hey, hey. Your guess is as good as mine.
2: You
0: know, Getsy's on the sideline. A lot, most offensive coordinators are upstairs where they can watch and see what coverages they're having to deal with on a play to play basis. Getsy's on the sideline. But I never seen him really go over there and talk to you know the quarterback. All I know is it's got to it's improve. Now, we talked about this a hundred times. The worst pass defense. Well, guess what? They beat us today. So not only are we the worst passing offense in football,
1: but we're an embarrassment because we can't even beat the worst passing defense. That's a great point, Danny. We're, we're awful How bad is in bad? a passing game. And, and we played the worst pass defense. And by the way, in their backyard. Okay, in their living room, and they take us down.
0: Yeah, and the thing about the, you know the, the the deep balls to Mooney, and, and and you know what, it's like buying the lottery tickets. You can't do it once and go, well, I didn't win. You know, my my,
2: yeah, my lovely bride,
0: she loves to buy the lottery tickets. And uh, hey, you gotta take shots. If you don't take a shot, you'll never get rewards.
2: 312-981-7200 is our telephone number. We're going to take a break here. We're going to get to the news. We'll get you updated on everything that's going on. We'll come back for our hey second there, hour. Callers. If you are there, please do stay on hold. 312-981-7200. Happen OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Chevy dealers. Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game.
4: Cordero Patterson with a first down run. Oh. it against the grain. And Patterson stays on his feet for a first down.
2: That's a player of the game sponsored by your local Chevy Dealers at Chevy chicago.com
1: And I like to start out here by just saying one, one quick thing, which I said when we first opened up the show. And I'd like to say it again. And and this and, and this refers to Getze, our offensive coordinator. I said it's a great time for Getze to design a passing scheme. To increase our quarterback's confidence and to work on our play action, bootleg, and sprint outs. If we could have passed on them against the worst pass defense and then go to play action bootlegs, it would have been a complete game plan. And we did none of the other above. Above. Again, let me say one more time. A great time for Getsy to design a passing scheme
2: to increase our quarterback's confidence. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. That is our phone number. Dan's been hanging out a long time out there in Maryville. We appreciate your patience, and you're on with Beat.
7: National embarrassment. Uh, you know, in the true spirit of 2022, hey Bears, you know you got the fourth place trophy like they give the little kids in Little League. You got it, and you know what? This offensive line are joke. They don't even have to study film on them. They're running sprints with their middle linebackers with their tackles. With with they're running safety blitz, they can't stop anything. They don't have to study film on them. All they have to do is watch them for one quarter, and they're hammering them. Hammering them off the ball. Fields doesn't have any time to do anything. Not that he knows what he's doing, but, but the thing is, is, you know, I'm so glad that Dick Butkus touched on this when he was standing at the podium at University of Illinois talking about these guys that act like clowns. Montgomery's in the end zone. You're, you're on your stomach swimming. Show some leadership. You know what I would do if I was Eberfluss? I'd tell this guy, put your helmet on the bench, go and sit in the locker room, and wait for us to get in there. You want to be a clown? Go do it somewhere else. You're not going to play for me. And I don't care what your stats say. I don't care how much money you make. I know they all do it. They They all act like clowns. But Dick Buck has touched on it. On what would have happened in the old days if they acted like that. And when they're when they're losing thirty to nothing, or Montgomery, you're three and seven. Now you're three and eight, and you're swimming in the end zone. Okay, what a joke. This is a joke. This is a train wreck. And you know, if they start Fields against the Vikings in that last game, it's going to ruin his career. They're going to hammer him. He ain't going to get up. And Ob, you called it. You said he was going to get hurt. And he did. Bam. There it is. You kept saying over the air, this kid's going to get hurt. This kid's going to get hurt. Boom. There it is. Thanks for letting me talk. I'll hang up and listen to what you guys got to say about you got that. it. Yeah, Dan.
1: Thanks okay. so much, man. Yeah, Dan. The yep. one thing is if you look at Justin Fields, okay, who coached him last year and who's coaching him this year, it's almost the same pattern. It is. It's almost the same pattern, folks. Just take a second to think about what I just said. What last year is, and what he's done so far, two-thirds of the way through this season. What has happened here, folks, and since he's been here, he has lost 17 games and won five. He's lost 17 games and won five. And then again, all you have to do is look around the league at other coaches, at other quarterbacks, yeah young quarterbacks that are out there and Josh Allen and Buffalo, okay uh, and and so on and so forth. and look what their record is and look what our record is with this kid and he's supposed to be our franchise quarterback. I'm going to tell you what it looks like more problems, Dan, more problems, and we don't have anything to solve these problems. That's what I see. After today's game, last week's game, the week before that, they're not solving the problems offensively and defensively. Tell me if I'm wrong.
0: Okay, if anybody was, instead of going to the bathroom or whatever, they listened to the halftime on Fox, my buddy Sean Payton, who's sitting in for Jimmy Johnson, had a great point. He goes, look, you know, running quarterbacks, yeah, that's that's all great to have that ability, but... The smart coaches like Bill Walsh, even Joe Montana ran a lot when he was in college, but then especially Steve Young, he reeled them in and told them that, you know, there's a time and place, but you're not going to survive running. You've got to be able to master the passing game, and he reeled them in. This bunch with Getsey, he's up there at midnight designing more running plays for the quarterback. It's the opposite. He's an enabler
1: it's crazy it's, it's what you just said is, is is times 10. you know what it certainly isn't a position coach telling them an offensive line coach or a wide out coach or a defensive lineman coach okay it's Getsy and Eberflus. Getsy gets an idea of how game pan should go. He'll get the final word from Iver And this is what the hell you guys come up with today. And you don't even attempt. Don't even attempt when you even get close to the red zone. And you're in the red zone. And I've said it three or four times, and I'll say it again. And you don't even try to score a touchdown against the worst damn passing off defense in this league. You guys ought to
2: be ashamed of yourself. Just an update on Dustin Fields. He did end up meeting the media, and uh, they talked about uh, he did get the shoulder X-ray. There's no uh, results of that yet. He also needed an IV. And uh, so nothing has really been diagnosed, but uh, he certainly looked like he was uh, not in uh, in the best of comfort. Let's put it that way.
0: That last drive, you could tell he was running at half speed because he was yeah. so wet. Yes, he was. And, 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 and you know what? And it's going to be that every week if you keep going down the same stupid path.
2: 312-981-7200. Let's go out to Paul in Lake Forest. You're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead, Paul.
6: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. It's an honor talking to both you guys.
1: Thanks, Paul. Thank you, sir.
6: Just like this guy who called in, you guys epitomize the passion of being a true Chicagoan. Uh, When I was younger, I had tickets to a lot of games my dad took me to. I saw every Gale Sayers home game, Namath versus the Rams. I saw Staubach and Morton bringing in and out plays. But my dad's favorite game, and I think my favorite, was seeing OB play offense and defense in the same game. (laughs) <laughs> and not to slight, you, uh, Mr. Hampton, you are a total animal, or you were. And it was a pleasure watching both you guys.
1: His nickname is Danimal. He's a Danimal.
6: <laughs> hey, I do know that. Hey, Paul, hang on. Okay, we we so want to get you. Why, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Here's why I called. Getsy knows that Fields is not the future quarterback of the Bears. He could be one of the top five, top six, seven wide receivers in the game. You give him the ball, those two yard passes they throw nowadays in front and behind the line of scrimmage where it's all open. He would he's fast, he's elusive. He cannot throw. He's inaccurate and he's a bad decision maker. Two of the three things that you need to be a good passer. I know he's got arms he's a, he's a bad decision maker, man. And he's inaccurate. He's, go look at the game today and see how many passes. Sure, he made some completions, and everybody points to the two or three good ones he always has. But even when there's catches, the guy's got to go down for it, and they end up on the ground, or they got to jump up. Look at Komet. the guy was wide. You know, he could have made a better pass than that. He he he's inaccurate. He's a bad decision maker, and he make a great wide receiver.
1: You know what, Paul? There's some truth to what you're saying, as I see it. And as I see it, Paul, and obviously you see it, well, I mentioned earlier about you know being in a slot or a wide out or a running back. you imagine if you had him in a slot, put him in motion, and he's running up against these uh, cornerbacks that are like 5'9", 5'10", 5'11", defensive safeties, maybe, maybe six foot, 6'1". This kid is 6'3", weighs like 230, 235, and he's got the speed. He's got the strength in the legs. What a formidable threat that would be coming from the slot or a wide-out position or coming out of the backfield in an ace position. Use him in a passing game. A quarterback, he is not. Yes, he is. And, 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 and by, if he was
0: out there, you, who's going to who's gonna throw it to him? I, I, huh? Who's going to throw it to him?
1: Who's going
0: to? Guess he's going to be designing runs for who has ever played quarterback for for them to run.
1: Dan, this is something like is what gonna happen now. It's Getzy's gonna keep up coming up with the same stuff and it's gonna go on and on. And I'll tell you what, but and, and if it is continues to go the way it has been, this this team could blow up, Danny. This team could blow up. They've taken a,
0: a, a big step backwards today. I'm just telling you, a huge step backwards.
2: Paul, we're going to give you a $50 gift card to Mel's Craft Barbecue in Park Ridge. Simply the best BBQ you will ever eat. We need to take a timeout here. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. That's my left shoulder. They're still looking for the further detail. I don't even know what happened, to be honest with you. I think I just landed on it or something like that. So, yeah, it was just hurting after that. I mean, yeah, I was hurting, but, again, it was the last drive of the game. So I tried to be there for my teammates and, um, you know, fight through the pain. Justin Fields, after the game. And again, no determination has been made on his status. Did go under x-rays, had an IV and the game as well. It's time now for our game-changing moment. Time now for that Muller's Auto Group game-changing moment. And uh, we kind of figured that it was the 56-yard field goal attempt that the Bears had. and Which it was, was one no yards short. Yeah. It
0: hits the crossbar. They get the ball at, what was it, the 40? 40, I
2: think it was a 42. two 42-yard for yeah. line.
0: Yeah. Bam, 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 they they tire the game, go in at halftime, and we come out, and we can't even line up. We we had a, the very first play of the second half was a sack, then a, a crummy uh, attempt at a reverse, and then third down was another sack that he barely got away from, and then we never got a first down until the last second of the uh, third quarter. Yeah, that was the changing of the momentum.
2: Happen OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Back out to the telephones we go, 312-981-7200. Colleen, joining us from Hickory Hills, you're on with Happy OB. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Love your show. Thank, Thank you. you. I like
3: to, yes. I'd like to discuss about the kickoff uh, return by Atlanta. It was late in the second quarter. And it was a 103-yard kick return for a touchdown. We were up 17-7, to 7, and, of course, it was by our ex Bear, Cordell Patterson. What happened to our special teams? The breakdown in coverage? And I also like to discuss, of course, there were no adjustments in the second half. They still didn't have any more aggressive play calling in the
0: third quarter. So are there any comments about that in our special teams? Well, there's no doubt that, that you know, that in the game, that was, that was a huge changing uh, of the momentum as well. But, you know, it, and it came right after that we had forced a, a fumble. On Cordell. All that being said, I don't know who number 44 is, but he ought to be embarrassed because he, he was essentially, that was his, his gap in the coverage and he, he's got to make the play and he whiffed. All that being said, Cordell Patterson is special. He has now returned nine kickoffs for touchdowns, the most in NFL history. And everybody go, Devin Hester, Devin, this guy, we had him here and or, our, you know, goofball Nagy couldn't figure out how to use him. Just think about that. And now he's he's beating us on the opposing
2: side. 312 7200 Let's check in with Ed in Highland, Indiana. You are around with Happen OB.
6: Hey, guys. You rag on the offense all the time. The Bears have scored 22 points or more in the last four games and lost all four. That doesn't sound too good for the defense, does it?
0: No, sir, it doesn't. And let me just t- tell you this: at least today, there was a, a a difference in schematic approach to the game. We we blitzed a bunch. Uh, I mean, we had Brisker coming, we had linebackers coming, Jack Sanborn. I think we have to
1: do we well, have to do that, Dan. The
0: only time we hit the quarterback Sanborn was on a blitz. Now, let me let me tell you, uh, one of my friends said, you know, w- why are we so bad when we blitz? It's You know, we're essentially decimating the coverages because you're bringing people, now there's less people to cover, and it's almost like it blows up in our face. Now, there's two things. Number one, if you don't have someone that is capable of beating a block by a fullback or even a tight end, then... Why would you blitz them? Because they're just going to be, you know, they're going to run into the block and and be absorbed. Here's the other part. When we used to blitz OB, our, I mean, we loved it because that meant I got doubled a bunch. So I knew I wasn't going to get double. So it was inherent upon me to beat somebody, beat a, a one-on-one block for a change, for God's sakes. We ain't got nobody can beat a one-on-one block. That's that's the bottom line, and we can blitz, and everybody's accounted for, and in the meeting room tomorrow, Atlanta's going to be laughing, going, "Wow, look, they brought six guys, and we got them all stymied at the line, and Mariota throws for a completion and a first down." It's it's not good.
1: Well, the you, that I agree with you a hundred percent, Dan. But I will tell you what, where does this all start? Where does it, it starts in the draft room, in the hiring, and then. When it comes to real time, the seventeen-game schedule, you better have an offensive head coach. I mean, uh, I'm that is offensive-minded. Uh, enough with the defensive-minded coaches. I think we have a problem in our coaching. Uh, I almost caught myself. This I was going to say something, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad I did not. But, anyways, what I see in this coaching staff. Is not what I'd like to see. I think their game planning is null and void, and that's the reason why. What have we won, Danny? Five games in two years, lost 17 games, and you wonder why? Who you can look at? Is it the players? Is it ownership? Is it the fans? No, it's the coaches. They're the ones that put the team together, teach them, and put them out on the field on days of the game. They're the ones.
0: But, you know, what, think about this. Richard Hightower is the special teams coordinator. Yeah, he can't cover the kick. And 44, who is 44, by the way? He, he's got to make that tackle. Otherwise, we've actually forced a turnover in the special teams. And so, I mean, we've kind of been holding our own. Of course, the, the block punt against Miami was a nightmare. All those things being said, our young lady who called said, what about second-half adjustments? Think about it. This is the first time all year we were held scoreless in the third quarter. So did we do a good job, uh, Luke Getze, of making adjustments in the third quarter? No! We didn't even get a first down to two seconds
1: left in the damn thing.
2: 44 is Matt Adams. He was just activated from uh, IR.
1: Yeah, well, so he maybe he needs game. to go back. You know, if you look the recent, in recent games, Andy, you go back to when we played the Miami Dolphins, folks. You know how many net yards we passed for? 123. 120. You know how many net yards, net yards we passed today for? 128. Where's the coaching from day to day, week to week, month to month? Where's the coaching?
0: And we netted 13 yards in the air in the fourth quarter against Detroit last week. The pathetic Detroit Lion defense. We could only muster two passes completed for 13 yards when we had
1: to have it. You know what, Dan? Somebody in the press here, they got to start asking serious questions. Seriously. I agree. We're two-thirds, almost plus, through a season. And, 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 and everybody loved that we got Justin Fields coming back with him, a new coaching staff, everything. And we got Getsy, the quarterback coach from Green Bay, from Aaron Rodgers, with their success. And boy, is this blowing up in our face, hasn't it, folks?
2: Unbelievable. Take a break for news here. 312-981-7200. If you're on hold, please stay there. We'll get to you right after the news break. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com.
0: We were just in two-minute operation. That's Luke's calling the game there like he always does. My communication to him is it's it's simple, is that I'm telling him what the operation of the offense is, meaning you're on the ball or I'm calling timeout so he knows, and then he rips the call, and then we're in two-minute mode from there. Then when it gets to a certain point, I say, hey, I'm timeout inbound bounce in the next play. I might tell him that, but uh, we're just uh, operating in a normal two-minute mode.
2: Head coach, Matt Eberflus, talking about that relationship he has with In other words, Luggetsy.
0: translation, I have nothing to do with yeah, this. Yeah,
2: hands off, right? <laughs> Happen OB sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Don't blame me! Yeah, please, don't blame him. Let's go back to the phones. we got a lot of people waiting patiently here. We'll talk to Tennessee Ted. You are on with Happen OB. Go ahead.
5: Hey, this is Tennessee Ted. I want to thank you, boy. Thank you all for taking my call. Uh, Very upsetting about the the Bears game today and that that loss. And uh, I don't hear anybody talking about that defense. I mean, you know, Michael Jordan and Walter Payton said it best, that defense wins championships. And I don't even know, does anybody even know the name of that defensive coordinator? Because all I hear about is Luke Getty and the offense, and we scored enough points to win the game in the National Football League
6: today. Thank you for taking my call.
2: bet. Thanks, Tennessee. Ted?
0: Yeah. Well, okay, the defense, we okay, let, let's just real quick. A year ago we started the season with Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn at the ends. We had Akeem Hicks inside. We had Roquan. We had uh you know, a couple of other dudes that were pretty good. We, there nobody's left. So, it's a whole new group. That being said, Justin Jones is their free agent, you know, Ace in the hole they brought in, and he's essentially been invisible. He hasn't been able to beat anybody. The last two games, Detroit and Miami, he actually made a couple of plays in the fourth quarter, made you know, beating blocks, got to the quarterback, should have had a, 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 a intentional grounding call against Tua. But all that being said, it ain't enough. And I gotta tell you, Mohammed, this kid that's number fifty five playing right in. It's almost like he's playing on the other side. I mean, everything, every decision he makes is the wrong one. And I'll never forget when Richard Dent was a rookie and we didn't know that he was going to be, you know, become a great player. And Buddy Ryan asked me about him one time. I said, he's the laziest guy I've ever played with. But Buddy said, watch him. He never makes a, a bad decision. We, as a defensive front seven, we're making a lot, a lot of. Poor plays, and we're playing way too high. We're not playing violent enough. And, unfortunately, the secondary is being exposed. And Kyler Gordon was awful today. By the way, Nick Morrow, he dropped an interception. He missed two tackles in the first half. He was, I mean, it was like we're playing with ten guys. Nine when Muhammad was on the field. So we've, we've got a lot of issues and you're exactly right. We scored, what was it, 28 points three times in a row, and we lose all three games, first time in NFL history. Mm-hmm. It's got to improve. And that that's you can hang that on Matt Eberflus. You it's got to improve.
1: You guys were the world champions, and arguably, you know, some people say the greatest team of all time, Danny, and of which you were a focal point on that team, period. And And what you just said there, like what Buddy Ryan what you said about you know Dent yeah he's a little slower or whatever and and Buddy Ryan said no he's this he's that that's the point when you have a head guy a head coach an offensive coordinator a defensive coordinator, that they can see that within people. Like you as a teammate, you're playing right next to them, and basically, you know, you don't see that. But what Buddy Ryan, he saw it from a different view of his understanding of the game, of how to win a game. And that's the key. And what I see so far, we're losing games. Well, we lost by three points. We lost by a point. We lost by two, whatever. The fact of the matter is you're losing, Okay. And it all comes down. I'm telling you, folks. I, I, can you put some put it on some of these players' heads? Yes, you can. But I'll tell you what: if you believe that Iberflus has done his job and mostly getsy with supposedly a franchise quarterback,
2: you're sadly mistaken. Today's play of the game is sponsored by Good Foods Game Day. is Guac Day Bears fans enter to win amazing prizes, Game Day is GuacDay.com. Good Foods Guac. Available at Jewel Oscar. We'll go with that the, uh, Cole Komet catch. That that catch of the
0: Darnell Mooney uh, strike to Kamed the too. end zone where they run a perfect Kamed. rubber out, which is you, you need 10 of those a game, not one every four weeks.
1: That's what I said. I told earlier in this program, you know how many I played against the worst pass defense? Cole Komet should have had minimum of 9, 10, 11, 12 passes. Mooney, 7, 8 passes down the field. Montgomery coming out of the backfield. What, he had three three passes? He should add 13. You're playing, my God, can't you figure out who you're playing and what their strengths are?
2: They're the worst. And they've put you down. John, Rolling Meadows, you were on with Happen O'B. I think you want to echo those sentiments, don't you?
3: How you doing, guys? Uh, happy Thanksgiving. And really, Cole Komet goes over the middle, a little overthrown, one-handed, gets popped pretty good comes down and they don't pass it to him again. He had five touchdowns in the last couple of games and what the, the next pass is a little little ding on the outside for maybe a first down.
1: John, but, let me tell you something quickly here, Danny, you jump in. Let me tell you something. If you listen to our program long enough, the pre and the post game, I've been screaming I, all year long. I get have. the ball to Cole Komet. <laughs> yep. He has, and unfortunately, some
0: character named Tyke Tolbert is in charge of the passing game, okay? Uh-huh. And and he's also the wide receiver coach. So when it takes the quarterback 11 seconds for a receiver to uncover, maybe we need to kind of look at what he's doing or not doing. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much for the John, call. John, thanks for the call. Thanks, we appreciate John. it. But he's exactly right. Cole Komet was hot. He had three touch, uh, five touchdowns the last
1: three games, and then we essentially throw it at him one time. Danny, that should be every week. We should hear Montgomery's name. We should hear Mooney's name. We wish, Especially Cole Komet. Because all teams have very good tight ends, and they use them every damn quarter of every game. And the really good teams win. Why? Because of exceptional play by the tight end, and I think we have one here. I truly do. And it's the easiest
2: throw for quarterbacks. Wake up. Smell the coffee. Tom from Tinley Park. You're up next here with Happen O.B. Go ahead.
4: Thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. And as
5: usual, faithfully, I listen to your pregame show, and both you gentlemen were spot on. Top to bottom, and what I had a call in, what blew my mind just a little bit ago. They put up the stats for rushing, and Fields is up there uh, in the NFC division for one of the top uh, rushers. It, uh, unbelievable! It is not utilization, just like you gentlemen said of their assets.
0: Absolutely, and and you know again, the 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 best offense is. Like in baseball, hit it where they ain't. Will you attack where uh, defense is, you know, vulnerable? And 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 we don't do anything. It's like we've got to our we're in our own little world, and we're thinking we're going to do this. And and then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, Justin is so great, he'll put a Superman cape on and he'll run for a first down, or he'll run sixty-one yards for a touchdown, or this or that. What have we got to show for it? Another loss.
2: And another stat, I mean, the Bears uh, sent out the postgame notes today. Uh, Justin Fields has led the team on the ground now three straight games. Three straight losses. I, I mean, it's a, more I got, to come. Yeah. The
1: philosophy doesn't change, and change damn quick. And if he, he's not able to go, what are we doing then? We got Trevor Simeon. He ain't going to lead no team in rushing.
0: Yeah,
2: and it's Well, hard.
1: then, let me ask you. Here, here, I remember Dick Butkus, folks. You know, people, he's like arguably one of the greatest football players of all time, and, you know, he's from the south side, et cetera, et cetera. And and I remember one time when back in the days when we were playing together, and we were all on the special teams. Buckus was on it. I was on it. We're on a a kickoff return team. We were on the punting team, the extra point team, everything. And all the guys that were sitting on the bench that couldn't, didn't make the, you know, your first string or whatever – Guess what? They the never got off the bench, okay? So Butkus went to Abe Gibran, who was our, our – our he was the coordinator of the special teams. And he went to him and said, what the hell am I? What is Obradovich? What are we doing on all these special teams? And his answer was, I can't trust them. I can't trust them. That's why you guys are. <laughs> and, and now we, here's what Dick Butkus said back to him. He said this quote, word for word, then what the hell
2: are they doing on this team? That's a true story, folks. 312-981-7200 312-981-7200 is our phone number. If you're on hold, please stay there. We have one more segment left. Happen OB sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. And we're starting not to trust a lot of these coaches. <laughs> Very true. Back in just a moment here on seven twenty WGN. I don't think it was that shoulder. I'm not I'm not even sure. I was just the same amount of pain, to be honest with you. I think I told the trainers that I don't it was I think it was the first play, but I told him when I got this sideline it was the second play. But I think looking back at it it was the first play. So just you no know, back to back play. Quarterback Justin Fields dinged up a little bit. Finally did meet the media. A lot of pain.
0: Uh, no On a design quarterback yeah. sweep. No what? Uh, design quarterback sweep in the fourth quarter.
1: You know what that falls under, Dan? No boy. What did you think was going to happen?
2: Mm. Yep. happy will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. BBB Trusted Review brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. And I think you'd probably want to review the Last few play calls there in the fourth quarter by Luke Getze.
0: Well, what we said in the pregame: Hey, this game we we are watching the coordinators and seeing what kind of game plan they bring, and
1: you got to give them both an F. It was bad. You want to know what? They it, take the heat, pal. That's why you're in this business: the good, bad, and you can't take the ugly.
2: Well, you're going to get the ugly. Let's uh, get to a couple more calls before we wrap things up here tonight. Carl in the Grange Park, you are on with Happen OB. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Uh,
6: this Justin Fields running is kind of reminding me of the early years of uh, Walter Payton. It was like he would just have remarkable games, score touchdowns. They'd always come up a little bit short because they had no passing game. And then, But they were getting better, and they always built around him. By his third year, Walter Payton was in the playoffs. They got smoked by the Cowboys. But uh, then remember that Hamp, that one game you guys beat the Raiders? It was like new sheriffs in town. They were getting better and better. And then, you know what happened after that? 86.
0: Yeah, and again, see, everything, and, and as we kind of detailed early in the year, essentially this year is about two things. Number one, development of the quarterback, and here it is, week 11, and we know he can run. Passing, that's what you have to do in this league. It's a passing league, right, OB? No but, question. But the other part was to reestablish validity of the organization where you're able to go in and be able to win football games, win football games. And you know what? This ain't It ain't working, and we've got to find a way to make it work.
2: 312-981-7200 is the phone number. Let's uh, get out to you. Uh, Jimmy wants to talk a little about Justin Fields. Go ahead, Jimmy. You're on with Happen OB.
3: Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. To, loving to your families, guys. First of all, I'm right not a of this. Okay. It doesn't matter. Thank you. Thank you, Obi. It's your guys. It's your pal, Jimmy. Anyways, guys, you. I heard you guys just say about Cole Comet. You've got to do something to help Phil. That offensive coordinator, or dumb, dumb coordinator, as I'll say it, you've got to help this poor guy. I love watching the guy play, but we got, they got to help him somewhere, boys. Have a good Thanksgiving. Love they, you guys. Yeah, yeah Jimmy, Jimmy. Thanks.
1: The problem is they don't have him involved in the football game, as silly as that sounds. Sometimes they never call his name. My God, the kid is 6'5", weighs 260, can run, he's got good hands. You've got to get these people involved from quarter to quarter to quarter. It's not we'll use him here, we'll throw this, we'll do that. No, he's a viable force. On our offense, Cole Komet is a viable force to be reckoned with. For God's sakes, somebody on that coaching staff figure that out.
2: It'll be interesting to see what uh, is said during the week up at House Hall as we get ready for the Jets on the road next week. And we'll be with you again at 11 o'clock in the morning for the pregame on Sunday. Uh, You know, the, the coordinators meet with the media, I believe it's on Wednesdays, and usually get a whole lot of nothing. And it's just uh, it, it's it's kind of disconcerting, I think, as a fan to hear the same stuff over and over again, and then see the same stuff over and over again. That's not working.
0: And we we, we spoke of this in the first half that so many so um, a lot a big share of the media is one wants to deify Luke Getzey. Oh, he's so great. We got to worry about keeping him. That's laughable about, to me, Dave. It, it, it is laughable. And and as you said, we threw the ball. In an NFL contest today for a total of a net gain of 128 yards against the worst pass defense. It ain't going to get any easier playing the Jets. I'm telling you, it's not going to get any easier. They lost on the last second punt return today. They're going to be mad as a bunch of hornets. And then. We got you know who coming back to town. He owns us, right? He, uh, yeah. I'm just saying. And for whatever reason, they won a game last week. They they didn't get it, you know, together against the Titans. But they trust me, 128 net passing yards is not going to beat the Jets, let alone the Green Bay Packers. Let
1: alone, you know, that's a pattern, Danny. I t- I mentioned earlier, we played the Miami Dolphins. Fields throws for a net 123 yards. Come on.
2: All right, guys. We got less than a minute to go. We want to sneak in okay. Rich from Yorkville. Rich, go ahead. A real quick, time here.
4: Hey, Ob. Uh, hey, Danny. Hey, what the hell did we get Claypool for? I mean, what, what, what no did kidding. we get him for?
1: What a great call! Honestly,
4: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was at the, you know I, I was I was at the last home game. The, the, the guy's wide open. Uh, he doesn't see him, and, and he, then he gets frustrated. Of course, he gets frustrated. I mean, we, we bring him here. We're paying up the money. My God, let's use him.
0: Amen. And you know what? All this, you know, you can
1: put it under Luke Second-round draft choice also, by the way, to get him here.
0: Yeah, but Tyke Tolbert is the passing game coordinator. Yeah, let's let somebody ask a question about, you know, what is Tyke Tolbert doing when you're passing for less than 130 yards a game and you think
1: you're going to beat anybody? Yeah, Tyke Tolbert needs to answer some questions. That call he just made, Rich did. I'll tell you what. My God, Claypool, we get him over
2: here? I, I only saw him once or twice or whatever. you got to be kidding me. He's got to be in the movement. Gentlemen, thanks so much for the time. It goes very quickly here uh, on our Happen OB show. Thanks to Sammy Martino and Eli Burke for their help today as well.
0: And all the callers, God bless you, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving.
2: Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Even better. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com.